the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. I identify myself as a Bible-believing, unashamed follower of Jesus Christ. I believe the Bible. I follow Jesus, and I'm not ashamed to say so. The answer is not in the next election. The answer is not in Washington, D.C. The answer to America's problems is in the pulpit and the pews of America's churches. That's what we do here daily on Bob Bernie Live. We listen, we think, and then we look at the Word of God, evaluate it, and develop our worldview from God's point of view. The views and opinions expressed are those of the participants and may not be the views or opinions of the staff, management, or advertisers of WRFD. Isn't it strange how that you take two pieces of material, you can take wood, you can take plastic, you can take anything, and you can put them in any configuration until you put them perpendicular to each other and make a cross. The Word of God. Read it. Obey it. That is the answer to America's problems. Call 1-877-BOB-LIVE. Bob Bernie Live. And welcome to Bob Bernie Live. This is a Wednesday edition, and I have the privilege of being your host. Thank you for joining me. Here is my telephone number, 877-BOB-LIVE. 877-262-5483. Yes, the uh, Senate of the United States has passed the so-called mislabeled Respect for Marriage Act. It is the Disrespect Marriage Act. It is the Redefinition of Marriage Act. Uh, It has been passed by the House. It has now been passed by the Senate. Uh, They were not the same bills, so it's going to have to go back to the House, but uh, it will have no trouble passing. And then we'll go to uh, President Biden's desk, and he will immediately sign it into law. And uh, in my personal and humble opinion, we are literally inviting the judgment of God upon America. And uh, for me, one of the saddest things, this piece of legislation could not have passed without the support of 12. Count them. 12 cowardly, compromising Republicans. Uh, We'll get deeper into that a little later on in the program. Uh, There were three amendments that would have helped at least some. Uh, All three of the amendments were voted down, and again, voted down because of Republicans. I I tell you this continuously. Uh, I am not a Republican loyalist by any means. 
Um, and I am probably less a Republican. I've never been a Republican loyalist. I am probably less a Republican loyalist today, however, than I've ever been. Again, we will uh, we'll get more into that. Uh, I've got the official statement from the White House from President Biden on this legislation. And I also have proof that what they are saying in the legislation is terribly misleading. And I, again, I have, I have proof. Uh, we'll get to that later on in the program. Here in the state of Ohio, uh, I'm not sure how I come down on this, but just let me give you the story and you can make up your own mind. Here is a headline. Governor Mike DeWine supports bill to strip state school board of control over the Ohio Department of Education. Well, if we have a conservative governor in the state house, I could support it. But what if we get a far left leaning governor in the state house? Do I really want the governor's office to have more control of education? Uh, Here's the story. Governor Mike DeWine said today that he supports an Ohio Senate bill that would overhaul the Ohio Department of Education, gut powers from the Ohio State Board of Education, and give his office more oversight of education. Quote, I think virtually every governor for 40 or 50 years has wanted to have more control in regard to the Department of Education. So, this governor is not going to be different. You know, I support the bill. Uh, The bill is uh, Senate Bill 178. It would put the Ohio Department of Education under a cabinet-level official in the governor's office. It would rename the agency the Department of Education and Workforce. It would be called DEW, D-E-W, The uh, cabinet official would oversee the department, uh, which is currently uh, being done by the state school board. Uh, The department would have two divisions, one for primary, one for secondary education. And, um, oh, okay, one for primary and secondary education and one for workforce training, uh, career training and and so forth. Uh, Currently... As most of you know, the school board is made up of 19 members, 11 elected, 8 appointed by the governor, and that would continue to exist. It would just be stripped of almost all of their power and their authority. Uh, It would put most of the control over Ohio's education in the office of the governor. Well, the current... State Board of Education is a mess. I mean, it is an absolute mess and has been for a long time. If we look at Ohio education as a whole, again, we we see chaos. Uh, All of the controversy about Title IX that has been going on with the uh, uh, State Board of Education for the last several weeks, the refusal to vote, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Um, right now, with a Republican 
at least quasi-conservative governor, it would probably be better. But what if the next governor is a flaming left liberal who is in, for the most part, control of education in the state of Ohio? So uh, I, I, I don't know. I don't know. I'd have to know more whether I could uh, really support it or not. Uh, it looks like it's going to pass the Senate. Here in Ohio, the governor says that he will support it. If it passes, he will sign it into law. Uh, the big question is whether it will pass the House of Representatives. And uh, we will see. Uh, the bill is under consideration currently in the Senate Primary and Secondary Education Committee. Uh, the committee's chair is Senator Andrew Brenner, who is a Delaware County Republican. He said that he expects the bill to pass out of the chamber in coming weeks. However, he does not know if the House of Representatives will support it. Uh, if it were to pass, the new department, which again will be called DEW, D-E-W, uh, would not come to pass until 2025. Um, most, and again, this is very confusing. Most of the Ohio Department of Education employees would work their same jobs. So what would be the difference? Well, again, most of the power, most of the authority would come from the governor's office because the head of education would be a, a cabinet member, I guess, similar to the Federal Department of Education, where we have a Secretary of Education. How's that working out? Well, it depends on the president. And if we go that direction here in Ohio, it's going to depend on the governor. So we'll keep an eye on it. Uh, I don't know. I don't know whether it's a good thing or a bad thing, but I wanted you to know about it so... You could be informed. How much do you currently have to make financially a year to afford a median price home? You might be shocked. I was. We'll get to that when we come back. Bob Bernie Live, looking at today's news through a biblical worldview. My, how things change. Uh, I say this with no disrespect whatsoever, but just complete honesty. Uh, I grew up in Southern California with a bunch of hillbillies. Uh, my parents were from Missouri. Uh, the church that I attended was made up almost totally of transplants to Southern California from Missouri, Oklahoma, and Arkansas. The Missourians, the Arkies, and the and the Okies. And uh, uh, we didn't feel that being called a hillbilly was a bad thing at all. Uh, you know, anyway... Uh, 
almost everybody in my church, factory workers, uh, middle class. We had a couple of families in the church that were, well, shall we say they were better off than the rest of us. And I remember one family, and I'm not going to give the last name because who knows, somebody might know them. Uh, but but they were probably the wealthiest. I mean, they were wealthy, but compared to the rest of us, they were wealthy. I remember they bought a new house. And my goodness, this was back in the 50s, uh, late 50s, maybe early 60s. They bought a house in Downey, California, and they paid $25,000, and it was a scandal. Now, I went to a really good church, but you could—did you hear? Their house cost $25,000. What? They paid what? Yeah. Their house cost $25,000. Are you serious? Who has $25,000 to pay for a house? Oh my goodness. I mean, and it was it was it was just it was scandalous. Um that house today in the same location in Downey, California would be uh, probably a million dollars or or more. The reason I went through that silly story is that things change. But they don't often change as rapidly as we are seeing them change now in the current, shall we say, Biden economy. Brand new research out, and I mean, this is brand new. And if you look at the United States, they did research on what do, what would it take salary-wise to afford a median-price home in America today. And they came to the conclusion, you have to earn over $100,000 a year to afford a median-price house across the country. And then they go into areas like California, uh, San Francisco area, uh, a median price home, this is median, in San Francisco, you would need to make $402,821 to afford a median price home in San Francisco. $402,000 in order to afford eh, just a, you know, a median price home. And then it goes into different states and, and so forth. But can you imagine? Now, I, folks, listen, I, I don't know what you folks make, and it's none of my business. But it was not long ago, uh, not long ago, if you made an annual salary of $100,000 or more, you were considered rich. Uh, no longer. And I think the saddest thing of all, as we watch the economy uh, under another Democrat administration, and I don't think this is true 
every time. But Democrats love to talk about the wealth gap. We hear that all the time, particularly around elections, the wealth gap, the wealth gap, the gap between the poor and the rich, the gap between the poor and the rich. If you look historically, even though the Democrats talk and talk and talk and talk and talk about reducing the wealth gap, it almost always increases in a Democrat-led economy. Now, I don't remember the exact figures. I got them somewhere in a file in my office. But during the four years of Trump, that evil, wicked, tweeting Trump, the wealth gap actually was reduced. It did not expand. Under Obama, the wealth gap increased. It did not decrease. And when we realize that in the current economy, and I, and I especially think of young couples, young couples just starting out, they want to buy their first house. We've got interest rates running through the roof. Um, and in order just to afford a median price home, not an expensive one, you have to bring in over $100,000. And it's just a reminder that government in general, I think predominantly government that leans to the left, but I think government in general really doesn't care about the common ordinary person. I know that sounds like a cynical attitude. Well, I think it's true. It's not true of all politicians. Certainly not. But I'm afraid that the majority, once they get to Washington, D.C., and get a taste of power, the people who put them in power all of a sudden aren't quite as important. I really feel sorry for young couples just starting out. And it's not going to get any better for quite some time. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com. <laughs> 